need to think of sexual consent. Yes, and the judge will decide your faith in jail. <laughs> you have time to think about it in jail. Yes, God. Don't do it. Welcome to African Teapot Podcast. My name is Exi. And my name is Lini. Join us as we journey through Africa's vast variety of culture and heritage. We explore issues most African families face both home and abroad. Make sure to like, share, and follow this podcast. Join the conversation on social media and let your voice be heard. Before you continue into the rest of the episode, this is a disclaimer to our listeners and Tiboshans out there. This episode contains sexual language or conversations around sex. So please keep that in mind before you continue to the rest of the episode. Thank you for listening, guys. Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode on African Teapot. Of course, it's me, Exi. And it's Lini. And today is a special episode because it's our anniversary episode. We are three years older. Yay! <laughs> and today we also have, for the first time, a, a live audience with us. Uh, making us a little feeling like what a little special we're always special yeah but today extra special. well i'm special i am too we are special anyways thank you guys for being here amazing people amazing supporters and good food that came from our collaborator right kitchen creations hi guys yeah it's check her out on instagram again. <laughs> check her out on instagram she did amazing we're going to post that videos and the pictures and uh, to get into our topic today's topic is sex consent but you can't forget the sponsors my dear yeah today's topic is sex consent just getting to that um so uh we are going to get into the breakdown of how that's going to work and before we get into the sweet juicy stuff just to do a shout out to Kalu james and sandrine mefor for supporting and being sponsors to today's get together guys so yeah financially they were like yeah let's see how we can spruce this and make it special right so keeping all the food and drinks in mind <laughs> we're going to go into the nitty-gritty of what today is but here's how it's gonna work so xc and myself are gonna go through the boring information and the stuff which you already know or might not know and then at the interludes, the audience are going to chime in with questions and comments and all the stuff they have saved up for us. But we're going to be covering sex consent. My fellow Africans, sex consent only. <laughs> Get tested. Lyrics, we're not talking about any STDs today. Sex consent only. There'll be a couple of voices. And I'm excited to get started. Yeah, and uh, a disclaimer, just ignore any background noises. Because it's a live audience today, so you won't be that silent. Or the passing of the mic. True. True. Okay. That too. Um, so our very first segment, obviously, we'll be talking about the importance of discussing um, sex consent in our African communities, right? So one of the, or some few keynotes that we, or we discussed, or I realized is, well, we try to talk about sex consent so as to uh, breaking myths, around sex, especially in our African communities. Uh, there are certain things they tell us when we are growing up about sex that when you're an adult, you kind of realize that it was false <laughs> or they exaggerated or misrepresented. Oh, you know the thing where if you hold a guy's hand, you get pregnant? Oh, yeah. Or if he gives you things to eat or he gives you gifts, you're going to pay for those gifts one way or the other. That's true. Yeah. Um, one of them. And then um, we are 
talking about sex also helps in handling shame and embarrassment around sex. So that's why it's important to have these conversations. Um, it promotes respect in relationships. You know, when you talk about what you expect or how you feel in your sexual relationships, or even if they are not, it's necessary to have those healthy conversations. Um, it also helps in preventing sexual crimes, uh, promoting a culture of communication and report. And it also helps in updating law structure. So the laws of your country or our regions, wherever we come from, the more we talk about sex, how we feel about them and um, how they affect us or affect people around us, the better the laws are, you know, people revise those laws and they protect both, I mean, all of us, both men and women. So um, we also look at cultural and social factors, right? Yeah. That influence uh, consent. So do you have something to say about that? On the whole issue of sexual consent, I feel like respecting our elders, what we're allowed to say slash not say, what you should know, but you know, True. and can't say you know, it's a huge deal. You're not allowed to ask a question because how do you even know it's a question? When, the, when our elders are speaking, you can't say anything. You're supposed to listen. And not, and not say anything. Yeah. What, whatever the spiritual leaders tell you is said, you're not allowed to argue, you're not allowed to comment about it because it's just the way it is. Um, and then on the lack of, uh, and then and then there's also lack of sex education. It's not taught till I think when you're 16 or 15. Really? Is it? I though? mean, now I feel like it's earlier, but before they would save it for like maybe from three, so you were average. Was it really sex education? I mean, oh, oh you, you mean reproduction? It was more reproduction, but that's as close as you got. Because <sighs> I know, like, I mean, older boys and girls or especially for guys for men um you're talking about um let's say female reproduction or basic things about female anatomy let's say uh periods menstruation and stuff and you have boys who have no clue how that works or how that happens the happenings around it they have no idea right but but these are guys that are supposed to get married someday and they will in turn have female children and they have no idea how certain things when it comes to female anatomy or sex as well it affects works. affects women yeah. the same thing for women right they don't mm -hmm. know they don't know either so i think it goes both ways yeah, i don't really yeah. think there's enough sexual education but then there's also the lack of proper investigation of sexual crimes so oh, you get so you get past the shame and then you get to the point where you report it but they don't actually invest they don't actually investigate it so what's the point in reporting it if no one's paying attention to detail they don't even believe you. Exactly. So most times when often, especially, I think especially for men. If a yeah. man is like, oh. And there's no clarification of sexual laws. I don't remember being taught like the law of consent or what's right or what's wrong. It's almost like you just expect it. But now. Actually for me, I didn't even hear the word consent to like way. In the USA? Like, I yeah, way into my teenage before I heard the word consent that's when i already traveled out of there so there they weren't really talking about consent to be honest with you yeah. so i can see uh our audience is like writing yeah but looking left and right we're yeah. getting to the first interlude and hi guys lyris has something to say lyris back to the conversation about like what they tell you about sex it, it wasn't a conversation it was don't have sex like there's nothing after that conversation. 
that was, that was it don't have True. sex yeah that's right so it's so it's almost like what i said you're not allowed to ask a question because if you go based off not don't have sex having sex so there's really not much of a conversation or banter back and forth about what is sex or when should you be having sex or anything of the sort you should not be having it so if you're having it you're doing something wrong so you better <laughs> hide it the only way you get i guess in the sense caught is when you're pregnant that's when you're like oh she's having sex but let's be real a lot of oh, people he's are having, having sex, sex. When, exactly when the guy becomes a dad yeah 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 anyone else got anything to say so like why do you guys think that they say don't have sex like why do you guys think that like you know like what's the reason behind people saying don't have sex um, i mean you can look you can look at it from two points right there's the part where our culture values virginity right like we covered in another episode they value virginity and if you're having sex you're not a virgin if you're having sex your value is less if you're having sex your bad price is less if you're having sex you're an embarrassment to your family if you're having sex you're not wife material i don't know what that means like but... or you're a bad child sure winnie you got something else boo yeah well just i don't know what you just said so what you ask adele like why is it like you can't have sex because like she said if you have sex the bride price like when they do the diary it goes down so if you're ready you're not a virgin and that hymen is broken that's another topic that they had on african people if that hymen is broken your bride price goes down so that's why i guess it was a taboo to talk about sex it's almost like you're less value to your family or you're an embarrassment it's almost like because the first daughter of the family got pregnant the third daughter of the family is sovereign years later because the first one got pregnant true now i just want to flip it a little bit you, you realize that when we're talking about that it's more about the female perspective right so for guys why should why shouldn't guys have sex before marriage like when we are talking about it it's, it's more or less like oh women shouldn't because their value goes down women shouldn't because of the dowry women shouldn't like it's coming from that perspective right so for guys we have like have a couple of you here why do you think like as an african man right why do you think that having sex premarital sex culturally because we're speaking about africa of course is frowned upon by your elders i mean i don't know about by the elders but i feel like semen retention is is like really big for like you know say you have goals you have plans like you know having sex sometimes you can deviate from your goals like you can be distracted you know but oh, semen yeah. retention is big is big for guys like you know like you're able to accomplish a lot when you can control yourself and and you know like like yeah like control yourself so i feel like semen retention is big so when you do have sex sometimes like it's easy to just like not stay focused because we know women like once you get into a woman the bills they i want to do this they, i want to do that bro <laughs> It takes a lot. You can't even save money. <laughs> you know, like, so, yeah. So women cost money. Money. <laughs> women love money. <laughs> Mike, oh. what, what do you think? Why do you think like, you shouldn't have sex? Why shouldn't you have, have sex? sex before well, my you think you should? Was that a... <laughs> no, I, was, I think uh, growing up, I, I would say it was frowned upon because uh most of the time 
you have about young uh, people having uh, with kids which they can raise so True. that's one thing which our parents were kind of like fr- uh, refusing us to like say have sex or think sex was bad right i'll say that so having uh kids without without being married and also uh, having kids when you can afford to pretty much bring up bring up those kids or sponsor those kids so now having a kid yeah uh, you pretty much will be putting a burden on your family that's true so that's one that's thing i would one. say yeah that's a good one all right all right daniel um along the lines of what mike was saying the whole from a cultural perspective besides right. the era of christianity with his own reasons mm-hmm. why we should not have sex or not is um dealing with the consequences right of sex as a child which speaking to what mike said i mean children abortions um the financial responsibilities that committed the stigma the loss in some cases would be among the reasons why we shouldn't have um sex as children until we you know get to that state where as adults we can um own our responsibilities so that's, that's true that's my thought all right Adulting is hard, and it's hard to do adulting when you're 13 or 14. So basically, on the other side, beyond being the bride price or whatever, our parents were actually watching out for us. They were making sure our path was set to success. They were making sure we're ready to be family men and women. We were ready to be mothers and fathers. Our parents were actually trying to set us straight. Now, did 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 the myths they might have been harsh they might have been strong but they were all guiding us towards the path of success right 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 i i completely agree like when you're looking at um sex and whatever it is it's it's not really more it's not really a male or female thing is in general but i think like consequences are things that um affect both genders it's not just affecting one gender right as we're realizing from our you know exchange um having premarital sex is something that everybody needs to think about the consequence not just the men even if the consequences are different for us due to our gender right if it's financial wise like Hader said or it's just bringing shame on your family or whatever we, we need to keep that in mind Naomi has something to say i think too that um also because like the the uh for us going to school is like a big thing like you need to go at least to a certain level and if um especially talking about you know why it was valued to women too is also because like if a lady gets pregnant then she has to drop out of school and or for like africans school is a big thing like they you know dropping out of school you're already like a bad child so (laughs) she you have to take nine months um you know to put to birth, you can't go to school right after. Now you're responsible for somebody else, which means that the goals that you had, whether they were planning that you should be like a doctor or something like that, now you've deviated from that because you're now responsible for somebody else. And then that puts you aside and, you know, you don't even, you, you don't know enough to actually um, raise somebody and tell them because you haven't even gone through like a lot of experiences too. So, uh, I come from like a different uh, culture, you know. So our culture, uh, they kind of like go with like uh, practicing early marriage, you know. 
they really encourage like early marriage you know i've like grown up like my cousin and my family getting married at, like 18 19 so to prevent uh you know sexual and everything you know so they get married and then their parents will kind of like help them you know provide them until they're like fully you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah they really no because yeah because i think like you know every, yeah you know every time i go back home like they really encourage like yeah they'll be like oh so you know you're past that age you know when are you gonna get married it's always that pressure like every single day even every single time i talk to my mom always like when when when, when. yeah but let's not forget that the kind of parents we have are the type who will not freely have sexual conversations with their children. But I also think that the, the part of the reason, if I'm going to defend the, the parents in a way is like, if, if I tell you about something at a point where I feel like you don't necessarily need to be doing it, because if you, if you think about the way our African parents raise, you know, they used to raise us, it's like when you've gone to school and you've graduated, because they always told you the same thing, right? right now concentrate on your education and stuff once you go to school and you graduate then you can do whatever thing you want to do you are listening to african teapot podcast and this episode is sponsored by carlo james and sandrine mefo okay guys um coming from that part where we got to hear y'all's voices and what y'all have to think let's cover the definition of consent consent is an agreement between participants to engage in sexual activity Consent should be clearly and freely communicated. Consent could either be verbal or sorry, verbal or an affirmative expression of consent. So, um if you're going to go with something that's not verbal, you need to be pretty pretty sure. If you're going with a mhm, you're going with a head nod, you're going with a with an arm twist. We need you to make sure she dance and grind on me. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you need to make sure she, he grabbed my he grabbed arm me. she turned around for me you need to make sure 100% sure that that was consent that guy asked for my number doesn't mean he wants to have sex with you that that's how it happens so we're going to throw out two examples and y'all let us know if you think consent happens in both cases there's the case of the bayonkole people where the groom who is to marry the bride is going to sleep with an aunt and then the aunt what her duty is is she's testing for this man's potency this man's uh, virility she's testing out what this groom to be what he tastes what he likes then he educates then she educates the bride on what the groom wants and then on the other example edna has the one where a guy is going to go uh, they stand in line and then they have to all uh urine their penises examined and the 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 strength of their urine so it's like if if you pee and you you know when a guy pees and it's like there's a curve in the pee then it's like you've been doing stuff i mean you 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 are fine sorry you're fine if you pee like that you're fine if your pee is acting like there's there are some obstructions to it it means you've been not Yeah. Okay. So um again we're keeping within the bounds of sexual consent. And if the shaft we just add to this your shaft has that vein in it. The vein on the penis. 
and then you've been doing naughty stuff. It doesn't have you are a baby. You don't know anything. So you've you've been having sex slash you've not been having sex. Exactly. So keeping within the bounds of consent, do you think in one or both instances consent was given, and do you agree on the definition of uh, sexual consent? Yeah, I think consent was given based on the fact that um, they agreed to do it. And when you bring culture into me, it makes it a little different. But for me, if you're doing something and you're happy about it, that's consent. You're giving consent. Okay. I mean, I would say going on the definition of consent, it does fall within the realms. But I would say when we go to cultural aspects where you were almost like, you have to do it to some level, like <laughs> deep down, they would want to say no, but they can't say no. So technically, they give consent, but I would say it's like a forceful consent. So then you're getting into the next part, which we're talking about enthusiastic consent. And right. I think Edna covers enthusiastic consent better than I do. No, if someone freely, willingly, and with no regret tells you that they are okay or gives you, you know, instances that they are fine with whatever sexual act. Right, guys? It's not just penetration. What sexual act you're asking them to do, then that is consensual by law. Okay? By law. There are so many things that happen in, within culture that by law, it's, you're breaking the law. But culturally, you understand, in your society, they kind of do it. But it doesn't mean that by law, what you're doing is okay. So that doesn't stand. And I'm going to add one thing before Elmi talks. Um, which we should have added to the definition of sexual consent. Sexual activity is not just the penetration, it's not just the penis, it's not just the, the vagina. It's touching someone's penis, it's touching a breast, touching someone inappropriately, something that makes someone feel violated. So it could be giving head, it could be a hand job, it could be whatever it is, but let's all understand that that is all <laughs> sex <laughs> and laughing. it's all covered under <laughs> sexual consent. Did I cover what you were going to say? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so what did you have to say? No, simply you have to say. No. <clears throat> all, I was, all I was going to say was like anything that, if you have multiple options to a thing and you choose one, then that would really... In terms of the, the, the definition of it, then that will be consent. So, going back to the example you guys gave, because they don't have an option and because you're part of this village, for example, you have to do this. I don't really think that we, we should we can use that example as consent because nobody has. There's no other way to do it but the way that the tradition has said you have to right. do it. Okay. Okay. Right. I do agree with that. That's what I believe. Right. The moment options are taken away from you. You can't tell me that's enthusiastic consent. The moment you don't have options, but just the option I have given you, then you can't tell me that I'm consenting, you know, willingly and willfully. Like students and teachers, I'm not going to give you a pass grade if you don't have sex with me. You really don't have an option. The option is either you pass the class or you fail the class, right? So within, my, within me, you're not testing my knowledge. You're just telling me I should have sex with you and pass the class. Or... Whatever else, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, sure. Okay, what about if the girl says yes today and then tomorrow she tells you that she didn't say yes? Okay, mm. now we're getting to the point of lies telling. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a liar is a liar, even it's about sex. Now, do we support people who say yes today and because you broke up with them tomorrow, they say they didn't give consent? 
consent now am i saying now you come to the part where if someone was under the influence of drugs under the influence of alcohol yeah. and at the point you guys were going with the affirmative consent where you're just looking at a head nod because she lets you keep going then was it sexual consent i don't have a, a point but i also have the question just <laughs> what elmi say right so like that auntie that is sleeping with everybody what if she says she doesn't like it but she's just trying she just wants to do it for the, sake of, for the sake of, of culture, of culture. <laughs> Quite frankly, we will not know <laughs> the answer to that question because we are not the answer. Daniel, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, guys. And just because, just to add to what they say, just because you regret having sex with somebody doesn't mean that you did not, not consent when it happened. Because yeah. sometimes people report things because they just regretted that they had sex with that person. Yeah, but what does the law say mm -hmm. about that? Like the laws, when she regrets and then she go back and say, "Oh, I didn't do it. He raped me." The the law will blame who? The way they turn up. I mean, un unfortunately, Mister Kadir, the law cannot tell that in her heart she's lying. Yeah. So they go with proof, and okay. if she's able to prove that there was no consent, is the problem. I. I would say, I think this is where it goes now to the relationship with the person you are having sex with. Because a certain people you are having sex with, you know for a fact, there's not going to be a question of was this consent or not. When you meet a girl for the first time, I would tell you to get verbal consent. Right? Okay, guys. So, uh, moving over to the next segment, which Edna is going to be introducing. Um... I think we'll be talking about consent and its challenges, right? We've already kind of dipped our toes into that part, actually, talking about consent and the challenges, challenges of consent. Kader said one. One of the issues with consent is someone lying, just waking up and saying, well, you know, he, he or she, you know, he, he raped me and whatever. When you look at science and biologically, if a woman is forced forcefully forcefully you penetrate somebody male and female male and female if you penetrate somebody forcefully the evidence is going to be there biologically right Lin? that is true it's going to be there now when it comes to anytime you consider or feel somebody is impaired or somebody is not in their rightful mind I would say all of us sitting in this room and to those listening, do not proceed with sexual activity with that person. The person is lit, the person is drunk, the person is, uh, this person was, you know, disoriented, you know, the, you understand, they were too sad, they were depressed, um, the person is a minor, it doesn't matter how they look like, both for men and women, please do not proceed with any sexual favors. And we mean sexual favors because sometimes when they talk of sexual consent, everyone thinks only of penetration. No. You tell a woman, hey, take out your boobies, you know, and I'm, and I'm going to give you $10. And she's like, no. Don't come and say, well, I didn't rape her. No. Sexual harassment, this one is there, you understand? So it's not just penetration. And if you stick your fingers in someone's anus, in someone's vagina, that is, called, that is rape. Some people think rape means only your penis has to be inserted in somebody. If you use a toy and insert it in someone's vagina or somebody's mouth. And it does not only have to be sex toy, bottle. Yes, a bottle, uh, uh, carrots, whatever it is. You insert it into somebody. 
No, guys, honestly, the law. You insert it into somebody's mouth, anus, or vagina, and you have any sexual arousal or anything from it. That is sexual harassment, and that not just sexual harassment and rape. Please, when we come to the white man's land, sometimes yeah. the <laughs> we, law, we, we, we mix culture with what the law says. The law will never be on your side. That's number one. But there is apps, right? I feel like I don't know if you guys have seen it. There is apps where y'all both can sign consent. Uh -huh. Yeah, go on your Google, your app store, and you type consent, sex function. <laughs> you will find it. There is apps. But you know, but how do you guys feel about recording? If you don't trust a woman or you know, like your partner, for example, like what if you record the conversation? What if you record the conversation? I, I mean, or other that. things so that it can back you up in the front of law for whatever you know reason. I would say don't be having sex with her if you don't trust her. But yeah, I guess you if you yeah. if it's that bad, yeah. at least get get yeah. consent. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is what I'm gonna say. There's this thing called Me Too movement. I think everybody understands me too movement. Mm -hmm. So if let's say you want to get kinky one night stand, mm -hmm. I'll just say pull your phone out, have it on recording. I know it's going to be unethical, but guess what? It is you that's going to go to jail. So if you have to record it or write, have it in writing, do what you got to do. But you got to understand though, but when it's time to like you really want to get something, you know what I'm saying? You don't have but that protect mentality yourself. of you don't have that mentality of, you don't have that time to think, you know. And but the thing is that you're not gonna, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be like, oh, stop. You're not gonna be like, oh, stop. Oh, let's send some papers, you know. Okay, call People your homeboys. Call you know, one say? of your homeboys and say, hey, she and gave me guys, consent. we need no. to understand that's why we're covering sexual consent. That's the problem. You think about control. You're trying to think before you get into trouble. But you're trying to think before you're. Okay. People do not rape people because they wake up one morning and they're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go rape Sandra across the street. You wake up one day and because you're not thinking straight and because you are driven again by just sex at the time, you commit an act which you're not thinking at the time is rape. And guess what? Tomorrow you're a rapist. And then you have enough time to think about it in jail. <laughs> you will think about it in jail. Bro. I only do it one time. But you the thing is that, no, you all got to understand. The thing is that, like everybody, like most of the time, like you know, you go out and all that. You don't plan to have sex. You know what exactly. Saying? You don't plan to have sex. Exactly. It just happens. You know, you're just like, oh, you know, it just starts with like you know, making out and mm -hmm. all that. It's just mm -hmm. like you know, it's a process. You know, you just never have time to kind of like prepare yourself. <laughs> okay, following what um, my boy said, I know most of the time we go out, we're not planning on having sex. Yes, mm. but that doesn't mean that you don't have to also like control. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. And I'm just going to add to what Maru said, like, like I said, you have to have self-control. And like I said, if you want to have sex with it, another woman, pick your women right. Exactly. Movement, Sexual movement. responsibility. But, but the thing is that we have all witnessed like amount of that. You're talking about Me Too, Me Too movement, you know. We have seen so many victims that are, I mean, got falls, like, you know, accusation because of like, you know, the Me Too movement, you know. I feel like sometimes also you also gotta give the benefit of the doubt to like both parties, you know. You know, just now, you yeah, you cannot just just say oh this and that and just you go with it, you know. I feel like it comes with like you know, understanding both parties, you know. I want to be I want to be the devil's advocate here a little bit. How do you have or how do you talk about control when you're intoxicated? If you must have control, 
Exactly. Again, all of it is is control because you raped someone when you were drunk. Let me remind y'all because you did something when you were drunk does not excuse your behavior. That person is suffering the effects of what you did when you were intoxicated. You don't commit murder and say, well, you're dead, but I was drunk when I did it, and that's okay, they're still dead. So, guys, the whole point is what y'all are saying. We're not thinking about it that way, but lives are affected by our actions, and that is why you need to think of sexual consent. Yes, and the judge will decide your faith in jail. <laughs> you have time to think about it in jail. Yes, God. Don't do it. I think, I, think, I think that more of what we are trying to say is just that the law should also have something in there that protects the people who people. just decide to just force their kids to Yeah. Because mm -hmm. right now it's, mm. it's pro the women, so the woman has the power to, power to piss yeah. today. So, 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 to, mm. If she wakes up tomorrow and says, hey, give me. Are people believe that? Right. People go for that. No? All right. Let's bring this, let's dial this back. We are speaking from the African perspective. We are speaking about us as Africans within Africans within our communities, both home and abroad, right? So when you come abroad, when you're here in the United States, you're talking about the Me Too movement. You need to understand that we, I am not saying there should be zero accountability for actions. Someone who is caught lying, I personally believe that if you are caught falsifying, rape, or any other crime, that should be a crime in itself. But now when we take it to our counterparts on the other side of the sea, they don't have Me Too. Yeah. You understand? And there is something I also want to clarify. There is this belief that men cannot be sexually assaulted or raped. That is very possible. And there's one reaction that in happens, the room. Yeah. That happens way more often than you think. Yeah. I, I think an example I saw it was in the show Love is Blind, where he couldn't even use the word rape. But he, he was raped. He was And the entire time, he just kept saying, I, I said no multiple times saying she just kind like could not use the word because a lot of men believe that they can't be raped but you can because i have, I have wait i have something to add to this because we smile across the room and it's like men cannot be raped if you're bear with me parents we are living in a society where parents rape kids aunties rape kids men rape men we are, we are living. We see it all the time where older men are raping young boys, taking advantage of 10-year-old boys, 13-year-old boys. When you have your child, we are living in a society where you have to protect your kids at all ages and all genders. Do not think that men cannot be raped and you have your kid out here who is a boy and is being molested by a neighbor or an uncle or a pastor in church. These things happen. Do you guys, are you guys on social media? I mean. <laughs> what? So, I think. <laughs> being silly. Like, I feel like it's like, it's more of a matter of like the pride, right? I'm not saying yeah. it's justified. I'm not justifying that pride that we have as men. But it's like, some men don't have like that to go and say, I was ripped. How? By who? And that's why we are talking about the stigma. We're talking about the shame. Yeah, like you think, like, how, how do you say you're a man, especially in the African terms, if you were raped? How do you even come out to say you were raped? And most of the time, most men that are actually raped are by family members. Mm -hmm. Guys, think of your member. first time. Think of your first time. If you were 11, 
and the first, your first time was one ugly, aunties. one of your ugly aunties took advantage of you. When you think about that, you are not smiling. You are oh, not thinking about it. And oh, you're smiling. one of your uncles. I have never. One of your uncles came and was rubbing your penis or something. Mm -hmm. That is not funny because when you think about it now, you are not smiling about it. So that person raped you. That person molested you, and they took advantage of you. But when people ask you what's your first time, because you lie and embellish your first time, you think it was not traumatic when it happened to you. And because you don't accept that, how will you educate your own kids? How will you protect your own male and female children? <coughs> we live in a society where people have sex with animals. Seriously. So if, if you have a human being in your house, Horses. protect them. Chicken. Protect them. Seriously, <laughs> have you guys not seen it? Okay, <laughs> well, no, I have like an example, right? Yeah. There's this dad that I knew, like he went to like a college party. There was oh. this girl that was always mm. into him, or like he always, refuse her sexual um, advances thank you and then there was a night where they both got drunk and um she was like she took advantage of him and then there was people there, there was people there like in the room she was on him and everything but after when i did she sober up or whatever she went to campus security and said she was with yeah but then the only good thing was that there was other people who witnessed everything automatically like people assumed that yes he did it and they wanted to put him in jail but then when they started doing like investigation and everything, they, you know, like they realized that like, no, the person that was actually raped here mm. was the dude. And then they asked like, do you guys want to press charges and everything? He's like, nah, I'm, I'm okay, like she's fine. But just to say that like, thank God there was a witness, you know, involved exactly. in this. Because if there wasn't, he would have gone to jail. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he would have just gone on. This episode is in collaboration with Kitchen Creations. Kitchen Creations is African cuisine promoting the belief of your only limit is your imagination. Check her out on Instagram and mention Teapot3 for 10% off your first order. And guys, let me tell you, the food is fooding. Also, this is what I was something I wanted to say is I think the law frowns on men more, you know, when it comes to consent, you know. I feel like we the men suffer from that a lot. But which again is something which I think maybe there's more uh, research and more uh, investigation that needs to be done when an allegation is brought forward. True. That's true. I do concur, actually. Um, because I think like a lot of females also walk around being um, irresponsible, right? And then when they wake up again, it goes back and they regret it, then it becomes the fault of the, 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 of the man, right? Because, I mean, it is it's just the way it is um so the only way I would say before the law ever comes around to come and say hey they're going to protect you in that way you guys want to be represented by law what you have is yourself and each other i know that if you are self-responsible and you you hold yourself accountable to things you do you avoid a lot you will not necessarily have yourself just waiting for law to protect you most of the time like the apps they talked about it sounds funny but I think an app is way better than trying to fight and a false allegation. Because right? think about it, the app wouldn't be made if it was not a solution to a problem. Somebody thought about it. Mm -hmm. Maybe a guy like you guys thought about it and was like, no, you know. So what Mike said is true, but before that law ever comes, you know, in place, you need to use these other things and tools that are there for you guys. And they need to be accountable because sometimes you see your friend going somewhere and you know the girl is drunk or something call your friend out like hey mohammed today this girl doesn't look like you know she looks like this so let's go home yeah because sometimes 
you guys just take sex to be you know like you take it lightly yeah. so you see your friend going to trouble and you, you don't even you don't even try to call him out on it you don't try to protect them but i think those are things that you guys need to have in place until the law comes to protect you guys like that and you guys use what i feel like women fought a lot for let me let me, let me finish i feel like women fought a lot and to get out. like really like recognized in terms of like this happened because men don't want to talk about it, don't want to say they were raped. You guys are never going to get the recognition that you deserve if you're not taking advantage of it. How many men actually go and say they're raped? How many women would actually go ahead and do it? It also comes to the fact that you guys need to take the step to get the results you want. Just to add on what um, Lyris said, so, or what Edna also said, like, I believe for men, because I know women is always, we are me to women, like this. Feminism, I don't want to go there, but I feel like gender roles and power dynamics. I feel like men don't have voices. So to me, I'm like, I'm your brother's keeper. If I see Elmi's going out and I see Marius is drunk and Elmi is drunk, I'll be like, hey, dude, pause. That female right there, she don't look right. Step away. You guys need you know? to do that. Yeah, yeah, like you guys need to be your brother's keeper. That's all I want to say. Okay. And then to add to this, um, topic to go to the next segment guys the next thing <laughs> because you're here for three hours yeah. is we need to look at consent within long-term established relationships marriages arranged marriages right because some people believe because he's my husband she's my wife i can't rape her i can't you know she can't take advantage of him or something before we move on right before we move on guys what if we start a way too movement Oh my god. We <laughs> too. What's that? Because women have me too. Men should have me too. We too. Okay. Mm. Yeah. For that, right? I think for that's equal right. rights. I'm for equal rights. Yeah. Anything that is fighting for you to be properly represented, I'm all for it. Take away the stigma and everything. Yeah. Um, not to minimize that fact because we too. Here we go, we too. Yeah. Let's also talk about consent in marriages, arranged marriages, and long-term relationships. Mm. Because you had sex with your wife on Monday, oh. on Tuesday, on Wednesday, doesn't mean she wants it on Thursday. Do you guys think there needs to be continual consent, or it's a duty or responsibility where consent is just automatically assumed? Daniel has I, got some Before words. Daniel gets into the conversation, I feel, I think... That when you're so familiar with someone, they don't necessarily, you don't need a five minute conversation to say no. You'll just be like, not today. No. Or only like no verbal cues of her turning away. Like, I feel like a lot of people think like it has to be like this big thing where like, you know, like a big no is said. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes just say, I'm not in the mood. Or sometimes you guys have code words, right? You say this, it means I'm, I'm not, I'm not for it. And, and what the, I would say with marriage, there are gray areas in marriage. <laughs> with, regards to, with, with regards to, and, and quite, quite honestly, there are gray areas in marriage where if that communication is not done, because with marriage, we've been talking about knowing your partner for, knowing your wife or your husband for a long time, so the, the time when you know that, okay, that they're in the mood for it at times. So, I mean, you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But then, you also have those verbal cues and you have those non-verbal cues mm -hmm. in marriage. Where one person is on heat, the other person is not feeling well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. On heat, I like that statement. Say, mm -hmm. 
<laughs> when somebody is on heat, thank you, Daniel. Continue. Yeah, when someone is on heat and the other person isn't, oh. and yes, you can rape your husband, you can rape thank you. your wife, thank you in marriage, but. even though, even though there are certain texts biblically mm-hmm. that would state that your the man's body is that for the wife and she should not be selfish with it and the woman's body is that of the man and she should not be selfish with it it doesn't mean nonetheless but that's why i said that there are gray areas exactly so again we come to how religion and culture is something that's constantly influencing sexual consent could you think about 60 years ago one of your grand aunts is saying i did not consent for my husband to sleep with me how who would you report it to yeah like listen to chiefs. Think of those families where they are like 15. A woman had gave birth like 13 kids and stuff. When you go there, do you think she would, some of them, most of them would tell you like, yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't want all those kids. I know back then birth control wasn't a thing. They didn't want all those kids. Half of the time, they had these kids from a drunken night. So please. Thank you, please. Don't take advantage of your wives and don't take. Uh, uh, advantage of your husband because it happens rape is not only that she's also not in the mood let's say you're a husband you want to try anal and your wife doesn't want to just because she's refusing her body or you want her to give you weight you want your husband to give you head and he's like no i have sex but i don't believe in giving head if you force him or you force her my dear people that's rape guess what so for culturally going back to what edna says you know our grandparents, I don't, we make fun of these pajamas. Right now we have like the fancy pajamas. You know our grandparents had like 10 kids, 15 kids, but there's a day like, for, for, for instance, she'll make a meal and it's a clue, like it's a cue, like uh, Lemon said. Make a sumptuous meal. I know like tonight I'm gonna get it, cause guess what? She's on heat. So boy with meals, right? Mm-hmm. People, think about it. So you know how economically things are challenging sometimes? What if what? the the men just the paycheck didn't meet his means? What if you know he had to pay the house X Y and Z, but like, for some reason he couldn't give the money to eat for tomorrow or for uh, for ten? What if she refused to give? You know, like what if she refused to have sex because you couldn't give the money for food? Because again, there was no sexual consent. Yeah, she so, has not consented yeah. to the sex. Yeah. It does not matter why. If yeah. it's because she's upset, mm. because she's angry, because mm. you did not give her money. Mm. The thing is, she still did not want the sex. Sex. That is sexual consent. It's sexual consent has to be an agreement between two people. One person is clearly saying no. And the person has to willfully. Guys, I hope we've understood that. Not you saying, well, if you don't have sex with me, if you don't give me Anna, I'm going to report you in front of the Muadas, like we see in the Nigerian movies. Uh Uh-uh. On enthusiastic consent. Yes, you don't threaten somebody or kind of, you know what I mean? Low-key threaten someone. And then when they do something, you say, well, I didn't force them. Yes, you did. Well, and if you, you take, take if you take options away from somebody on the table, you are forcing that person. So mm-hmm. that is not consensual. Mm-hmm. So guys, you know, sometimes they say when women want something, they have it. You know, like when they're only, they want to have sex, they have it. But what about guys from our perspective? We're taking away as the women perspective. What about it for guys? Again, so the thing is, like, uh, you all of you guys are talking about the problem, so what is the solution? You know, you all keep we're, talking about we're getting like, there. what is the solution to all these problems? Though? 
I think that we're diverting a little bit because the definition of consent at the beginning of this topic. Consent is either yes, a willful yes, not a forced yes or a binary Kind of yes. It's a yes. I want to say no, it's a no. And it can be verbal or non-verbal. Yes. Yeah. What if you say no to the second round? What if you just want to do one round? Then she only consented to one. Yes, one round. Yes, one round. She only, guys, you guys are making me laugh. But she only if she consents to half the round. She okay, guys. If she consents to half the round, she's consented to half. If she consented only to stroking her ass, she. She, she if she says stop, don't don't say. If a woman says stop, it's stop. No, no, no. Then tell her. No, but the thing is, stop, you stop. Why are we saying? No, I'm sorry. Like, like, you guys, you guys. Let's say you guys are having sex, right? Let's say you guys are having sex. You know what I'm saying? And I've still got to that point. You know, you cannot just say stop. You know what I'm saying? I gotta finish it, right? Anna and I are gonna go over the definition again. Yes. A definition is a consent between yeah. two people. Yeah. The guy says yes, the girl says yes. Or the two guys say yes. Or the two girls say yes. It, or the four or the four people say yes. yes. Doesn't matter. Every adults. person. Adults. And again, guys, let us mention 18 plus our even though we know in Africa we have some cultures where they get you know their cultures accept younger marriages. Um that's okay, that's topic for another day. But we are, we are strictly within the guidelines of 18 plus. And we also need to understand that power dynamics is a big thing. So the moment you have power in a set conversation, whether I, two people, the moment you have more power and you use the power on to the other person, consent is out the window. You need to understand that. I am your boss. You know, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm the principal. I'm your dad. I'm this. The moment you are letting that person know like, hey, I have the power in this conversation, Initially, what they're saying doesn't matter. Okay, so Marius. Right there is consent is out of the Marius has not consensual. Sorry. Marius has got a couple words for us. I think I have a solution for the guys. Mm. If you ever worry about whether consent is given or not, imagine yourself as a gay and man, you following you. you exactly. Yes no. Exactly. Exactly, guys. Marius, thank That's you. My solution. What is it? And so let's go to the part the, where, where we're concluding this, we're wrapping this up. What is the whole point of why we decided to have this conversation and we decided that sexual consent is something that's important and we need to cover? We're trying to make sure that there's open dialogue. Most of these issues or why we're asking questions that some people might be saying is an obvious answer or they grew up listening to is because it was not an open conversation for us. It was not an open dialogue. There is not an avenue. There is not places where we go to figure out all this information. Would you say, Edna? Yes. We definitely are limited by, especially within our African communities, we are limited by information, flow of information. Nobody tells us. If you don't go to Google consent, if you don't go to Google rape to understand what rape is and what penetration, you know, all of that, legal jargons, we don't know. Nobody tells us. So sometimes we are only figuring it out when we are already on the wrong side. Of the law that's when you're figuring mm. out like oh it's that bad you know yeah but um we need to make sure there's sexual responsibility where there's alcohol where there's drugs we need to make sure was 
we need to make sure we're paying attention, attention to things like whether that. it's the verbal is the non-verbal cues like we watch out for our friends we watch out for our loved ones we watch out for Down our family consent app i don't care how Just you do it one. but the whole goal is making sure we're all safe you you ask it's better for you to ask someone are we good are you okay do you want to proceed with this it's better to ask that person 10 times than trying to hire a lawyer 10 times after Mm. Be so real. Oscar, because it. jail time is real y'all mm -hmm. like like we, we need to make sure that's something we're paying attention to and then oh and a little thing i wanted to add which came to my attention when i mentioned this on social media when we're doing this where someone said if someone is being take, being raped or molested sexually assaulted you let's say we go to a room i see my friend fondling you know somebody's breast I, I think like okay it's not right this girl is passed out or something you shouldn't it's like well i didn't fondle her breast or i you know i didn't partake in raping her so i'm innocent no you're an accessory <laughs> if rape if the if other people penetrated her and what you did was that you looked at her breast and you were laughing you will be facing sexual harassment crimes while the others are facing rape because they penetrated. If you held the camera, you held the camera and recorded, you assisted in going to the store to buy that condom. So if you're in a room and your friend is acting a little crazy and you're saying, hey, let's get out of here. What you're doing is not, he's not, get out of there. At least at that point, you'll be arguing you left because you are supposed to report it. That's an ongoing crime. You are supposed to report it. And it would be nice if you called for help. Yeah, or you be the help. But well, don't you stand there and be like, well, they took the girl to the room. I was in the living room, so I didn't do, I didn't see it. No, they always say, see something, say something. Exactly. So we also for, uh, fostering open dialogues about consent, reducing stigma around the body. We've known that, especially for the men. We too movement. Well, yeah, you guys need to work on that. You guys need to hold women more accountable to the things that they do to you guys. A girl played smart on your friend, a girl played smart on you, hold them accountable, start from there. That's the beginning. But if you just say, well, the, the power is on the other to the other guys, just like how we women, if we just said, well, we didn't have voting rights, so we just, the men vote, and we just sat, and then we would not have had change, have change. So if you don't say something about being taken advantage of, nobody's going to represent your course. Okay, guys, and we are finally at the end of our third anniversary episode. Yay! Ooh, thank you, guys. Ooh, thank you to the friends. Thank you to family. Thank you to well wishers and sponsors. And um, thank you to the person who made sure our bellies were filled while we went through this kitchen creations. Thank you. Follow her on Instagram. Check out her meals. She always got you. We have one more comment from Mr. Kader. He wants to say something before we take the celebratory drink. So everybody raise the cup, raise the shot glass to consent. <laughs> to money, God did. Uh huh. To top life, God did. See you until the next season. Thank you. Like, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, listen to the podcast. We are on iHeartRadio. Thank you. This is Lini and your host, Exi. And thank you for three amazing years. Amazing years. sure to join us for our next episode follow african teapot on both instagram and facebook for daily inspiration and motivation subscribe to our youtube channel african teapot podcast mm -hmm.